Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everyone, I'm Akomi. Hey everybody, my name is Turk182. Yeah, how's it going? Um, actually I'm doing pretty good. We've had a really good, um, a really good uh, recording session. Yeah, um, yeah. Super productive. It, with the exception of last night. Uh, I think I was probably at my peak last night. You peaked last <laughs> night. <laughs> Thank you. You peaked and then you tanked. <laughs> and you, and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Akomi's, you know, he, he does that kind of stuff sometimes. But he just tanks him like, wait, wait what's, what, what the hell's it? What's he pulling behind him? I'm looking like, why does he have rope? What's it? <laughs> ah! Next thing I'm going, I'm being pulled down the tail too. I'm like, <laughs> What's Wait. this? It's a Comey with a steel chair. It's like, why? Like, when did he have time to tie us around my ankle? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, Comey, wake up, wake up, wake up. And he goes, I am awake. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret, Dirk. <laughs> I'm always awake. I'm always awake. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, we, we always have these episodes where we're like, yeah, that was kind of off the rails. But then we listen to it again later and it's like, that was pretty good. Yeah. So I, I feel like it'll be something like that. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. We, we never did get the, the what we really wanted to out of the, like, hey, we, uh, the kind of like, which would you choose kind of like scenario. Like we, we only got what, like maybe three of them before everything yeah. just went just, yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> let me ask you a question. The, the expression tits up, right? Yeah. It's a British expression, I'm pretty sure. I would assume so. What? Is, what why tits up? Uh, because it's vulgar, but at the same time evocative of something going belly up. Okay, belly up. Yeah. You got you. So, because I'm thinking, I'm like, so why, why does it have to be tits? I'm like, oh, because, okay, because like, I guess you got it. It's just British. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same principle as like when somebody says they messed something up versus saying, oh, you really cocked that up, didn't you? Right. So like it's it's just it's funnier because it's more vulgar. Yeah, it's like oh you pulled a Britta. So, um, uh, okay, yeah, that that's cool. I, yeah. I get it. I was just like oh why why oh, stuff about oh that um, sounded painful. <laughs> sounded like you hit right on the funny bone. No 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 actually the, luckily that thing's hollow. Oh good. Yeah, I lost the arm in a war, huh? Your funny bone's hollow. Yeah, I lost the <laughs> arm in a war. It's thirty percent night nylon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know you've seen both of the uh, the uh, hot shots. Uh, I did a long time ago. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Lloyd Bridges' character is like every, everything that happens. He's like he lost in a war and he replaced with something like cheap and generic. Right. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like yeah, don't even have any blood anymore. It's uh, it's twenty percent bisquick. Like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh man, so. Uh, yeah, I watch a lot more TV than you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I realize, and and not because I watch a lot more TV than you do. I have a lot more TV that runs in the background than you do. Right, right. Now I think it's because I have cable and you don't. Right. Yeah. So like, like most of what I watch is YouTube stuff. So like if it's if unless you're specifically going to like Netflix or Hulu or some or some one of those or YouTube like just. Bring up the TV and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's nothing on these two channels. That means there's nothing on. You know, it was just kind of pointless for you to even try. Right, right. Um, just, you know, like with, and I say pointless being that with regular, like, TV, it's a set schedule, you know. So, I, this time of day, I know there's nothing on between 6 a.m. and 5.59 a.m. You know? Right, right, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, a lot, though, a lot of what I'm doing is I end up, like, looking around at stuff and, just what's on cable before I even go to like, all right, let me see what's what I want to get into. You know, I want to yeah. watch some more, uh, finish like getting through a uh, psych or do I want to do this or do I want to do that? Let me just see what's on first. Mm-hmm. And then I'll end up coming across something because if I, if I know specifically I want to watch something, I'm going to go straight to it. But sometimes right, it's like, right. I just want something in the background while I'm doing something or maybe I'm just trying to like, just, just kind of tune out a little bit and, mm-hmm. and I'm not really trying to get engaged with anything because I, yeah, I'm just gonna like you know eat my sandwich and then I'm gonna get back to work. So I definitely yeah, don't want something that's gonna pull me away from all that. You know, and that's what I use uh, YouTube for. And I'm very very careful about well, one I don't care for YouTube as much, but I'm very careful about what I click on because 
I, there's certain things that I don't want being recommended to me and mm-hmm. put in my feed, and I, I hate when they put. I'm like, no, no. It, it makes me angry when I when I get something like, what in the hell makes you think I would want to watch this? And that <laughs> pisses me off. So, um, see, I just I don't pay attention to the sidebar stuff. Well, uh, most of them I pull mine up on my phone. Uh, so if there's something I want to watch, I'll put it up on my phone first, so it goes into um, into my history. Yeah, yeah. And then I may put up on my TV later. Because navigating on my TV... It's a nightmare. Yeah. It's terrible. It's terrible. easier to navigate on my phone and then just put a bunch of stuff in my in my watch later and or my, my history and then watch it later that way. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so with all that being said, um, uh, I, you know, like I said, I end up always watching a lot of, uh, of uh, like Marvel stuff that's on one thing. Um, yeah. Maybe it was TBS or TNT or something like that. Um... um uh, or uh, you know, whatever else is on. So they've been showing a lot of iRobot, and I try not to watch it because the iRobot that they show on TNT is edited. Yeah, yeah. And when I mean edited, I mean it's severely edited to where, like, some of the stuff that they play now on that, like, more of the recent stuff mm-hmm. is uh, not as heavily redacted or edited than iRobot. So it was like, so you could actually show this movie with more like it's primarily language right but right, right. You know, but you could you could without having those bits of language cut out because obviously that's not a thing now yeah but you keep showing this older edited version instead of getting a new edited version and that thing i told you that one day i was just flipping it was like eight o'clock in the in the, uh, in the evening mm-hmm. and i was flipping through and i came across um i came across um uh, what was it um uh, 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 Olympus has fallen. Right, and they were showing it unedited <laughs> at like eight at uh, eight o'clock in the afternoon, uh, eight o'clock in the evening. And it was it was actually it was London has fallen. Hmm. And, but they were showing all three of them. Yeah. With commercials unedited, so they already shown Olympus had fallen like at six from like six to eight unedited because he's like so he's like it's like it's like. Yeah, then I'm going to come in there and I'm going to fuck you up and I'm going to shoot you full of holes. Then I'm going to show this gun up this guy's ass. I'm going to fuck him up full of bullets. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> did he just say fuck? I mean, like, I'm, I'm like <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, okay. But then, uh, but then I'm watching like, uh, I'm watching like iRobot the next day and, and he's, he's like, mother damn. He's like, mother, or, or no, he's, he's like, spoon. Damn! I'm like, wait, what? Why would you censor mother out of mother damn? <laughs> That's like when they censor hole out of asshole. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm like, wait, that, you like, ass bleep. Yeah, <laughs> like, wait, why did you, why did you, like, yesterday, like, you were doing this, and then today. Oh, man, that's stupid. It's racial. It's, it's racial, racial is what it is. Yeah. Speaking of racial, I've been finding a lot of subliminally racial things. Hmm. And it's really starting to bother me. Because you know I'm not a guy that immediately goes racist, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times I will when some people say stuff and everything. And I'm like, uh, you know, like, like, you know uh, they'll say something like, oh, yeah, um, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's like, and so I had write it on the blackboard. I'm like, that's racist. And he's like, wait, what? And it gives me like, wait, <laughs> what did I say? Like, no, what? No, it's a blackboard. I'm like. Keep going, keep going, <laughs> just digging that hole. <laughs> but it's just, it's just funny. But um, but now there's some stuff I've seen. Right, I'm like, mm, I'm kind of seeing this like this kind of weird trend about uh, like I'm like, it's not in your face racist, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't really notice it. But when you think about it, you're like, hey, that's kind of racist. Right, right. So lately, I've been seeing a lot of stuff with this activated charcoal and i'm like <laughs> like i'm like what the fuck is activated charcoal yeah uh-huh. like what like where did it go like what is that and, and no one can tell me what activated I'm like what are you hitting with like, like electricity or something are you like it's alive like what is activated charcoal and you're putting in all these things like these body scrubbers and stuff like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well okay fine like somehow they found these these activated charcoal body scrubbers they they're really good they work really well whatever but no black person is going to use it <laughs> okay because it's black. It's a a black, a, a dark, dark black, like cream or wash or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm definitely not gonna use their their activated charcoal like facial scrub. <laughs> so I'm gonna put I'm gonna do black face over black face. That's racist. 
So basically you're making a product, you're saying that I know no black people are going to use this. Why? Because. Gotcha. Gotcha. So this is, so I don't have to market it just for people. Like, you know, this isn't like thick. You're like, like, yeah, no, this is for the gay guys and the <laughs> closeted gay guys, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, cause they're going to, this is going to hone right in on them, but we're not going to make the commercials gay. Maybe subtly gay, right? So that oh, way, like, when like when, that goo stuff or whatever it is, what's it called? Thick, thick. Yeah, thick, that's something yeah. thick. So, so when Man, you're that shit's super gay. Yeah, so when you're <laughs> there in the you know in the uh, the the Target or something like that, and and the, the guy goes to buy like some thick, and he goes there and there's somebody else buying thick, and they look at each other and they're like, oh, it's like. Yeah, that's and they it. Like bite, bite the bottom lips. Like, yeah, right. It's like that. That's like the new like 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 hookup thing. You just kind of hang around. A bunch of guys just kind of hanging around there <laughs> in, in the body wash shampoo aisle, like trying to see who's doing it, like to get some, to get some thick. <laughs> Pun intended. Did, did, um, did I tell you that Chris Chan like made a video petitioning Axe to uh, ban gay people from buying their product? Um, y- you did not. So. <laughs> Well, this was back before, like, the whole, right. like, trans thing and the whole banging his mom thing and all that shit. But, yeah, there's this video of him, like, petitioning acts, like, you need to put on your website this is not intended for homosexuals. Because Homo- all of your commercials... like, Szechuan? Homosexuals? Yeah, homosexuals. Like, oh, so gay Asian people, gotcha. Right. Oh, homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, um, excuse me, I'm gay and I'm... A, I'm and I'm homosexual because I'm gay and I'm hot and I'm spicy. That's <laughs> bad. That's bad. I, I apologize for that. All of your commercials show show the the women are attracted to acts. We, we don't need the homosexuals. Um, when when they just push them away though, like, mm, Troy, you smell good, bitch. I don't want you. <laughs> and they, like when when they just push them you, away, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just like. And and for all you gay guys out there that like the smell of axe, shield. <laughs> it lures in the men and pushes away the women. <laughs> axe for the heteros, shield for the gays. <laughs> but but the other part of that is is with the uh, with all this activated charcoal. Now it gives certain white people, you know, in the privacy of your own home, to be like, you're like, are you wearing blackface? Oh, no, no, no. This is a facial scrub. I put it on, leave it on for five minutes, and then I wash it off, and this, my pores are just as clean. This is just my blackhead remover. I mean, um, uh. I might need some of that for my house. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's just like um, like starring in a Tarantino movie for white people, where it's like, this is my chance to say the N-word um, and uh, get paid for it. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Tarantino... Yes, Gary, how can I help you? I was looking over the script, um, and uh, it's kind of like that scene from Young Guns 2. It's like, <laughs> so uh, so I noticed that uh, Doug over there has a uh, has an inward line, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, and, uh, and Wyatt, Wyatt has an inward line. Of course, Sam, Sam has an inward line. Yeah, Sam has an inward line. I noticed that uh, I don't have an inward line. You want an inward line, Gary? You're going to need to earn it. Until then, you just call him an asshole. <laughs> Would you do it for a foot pick? <laughs> Would you do it for two feet picks? Okay, Gary. <laughs> you know what I like, Gary. Okay. Okay, Terror yeah. too. <laughs> okay, I'll change the script for you, Gary. Yeah. Wait a minute. These are my feet! <laughs> Gary! <laughs> yeah, so, so, anyway, I've, I've seen more of this, and of course, you know, yeah. I'm watching something like on uh, on TNT. I was watching commercials, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it was it was. I'm having these revelations. So I watching iRobot had the revelation, you know, uh, about the the whole activated charcoal thing. I'm like, where? Because it just seems like out of nowhere. But like, and now look what we have here. Like, this wasn't a thing. Like, who made this a thing? And everybody's doing it. Everybody's as if somebody had the idea, and like we all had the same idea at the same time. Right, you know, like, right. oh. so um. So anyway, I was watching iRobot. I've seen it a hundred times. I like iRobot quite a bit. It's a very good movie. Oh, I was watching something. Um, oh, I was watching uh, Victor and Valentino. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did I, did I, tell, I show you that? Or did I tell you about it? Um, I know the show. So we, was, we've watched a little bit. It was the episode, episode of Victor and Valentino. And um, Victor, of course, was doing something. And I'm trying to think of exactly what what happened in the, in the episode. But someone was coming after him. And Victor looks and he goes... 
Oh, heck no. <laughs> it was the exact same way that Spoon says it in a movie. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it that's was fantastic. Rad. That's rad. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I've shown you the, or, and I'm sure you've seen it too, the uh, the webcomic Chainsaw Suit by Chris Straub. Mm, I remember us talking about it. I think you showed me a clip from it. Uh, the one I showed you was uh, the Cthulhu gynecologist thing. Yes. Where he's like, I've I've solved your illness, ma'am, and then it's like the he- the news headlines, and it's like tentacle monster saves woman uh, is not a pervert, <laughs> and uh, so there's there's lots of really good ones, and that that one that was like all over the internet a while ago of like the parody of footprints in the sand, where Jesus is like those times you those times you only saw one set of footprints is because. Uh, is because I was carrying you, and, and that deep groove there is where I dragged you for a little while. <laughs> There's a sandbank where I stuck you behind while I went to get a hot dog, and and so like I mean, Chainsaw Suit's a really really funny one, but one of the one of the very earliest ones when he just gotten started was you just see uh, and like you've seen the artwork for it. It's like all the really simplified stick figure kind of stuff, and so you just see like this really angry looking stick figure going. Oh, hell no! Oh, hell no! He's, like, at a table in a restaurant just going, Oh, hell no! For, like, three panels, and then the fourth panel is just the waiter coming out going, I'm sorry you don't like your food, Will Smith. (laughs) 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 There's not even any setup to it. It's just, like, stupid, but I love it. (laughs) So, you know, I don't shy away from from blasphemous stuff, right? Right, right. Even though I I probably should. I'm still laughing about that scene from The Crow. Um... Which one? The Jesus Christ goes into a hotel. Oh, that one. Oh, jeez. God, that's awful. It, that is awful. But it I, still makes me laugh. It, it does. I just, <laughs> I'm not repeating it, but yes. No, no. Watch The Crow. You need to watch it anyway. So just watch it and you'll know the joke that we're talking about. <laughs> mm. Woo. I was going to say, um, if we did a... Um, if we did a... Uh, a, like a footprints parody like that mm-hmm. and it's like you know uh kind of like what i mean it's basically being almost the same thing the other guy did but it'd be like uh you know in the time when they were like it shows like the footprints but but make it go longer and then and then it's like in these are times when i was carrying you and then you see like the, the footprints are stretched out and you're like and this is when we were being chased by wolves <laughs> <laughs> Then the footprints are just like all over in a big cluster. It's like this is where I lost you for a little while. <laughs> Probably the best one I saw from Chainsaw Suit was where he was he was, he was like, well, why, "Why do I only see one set of footprints in my hardest times?" He's like, "Because the sand people walk in single file to hide their true numbers." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could do an ongoing thing. You know, like one, just like a bunch of different panels all look the same, it's like the same trail, but it's different things. Like you know, there's like one's like a slide. It's like this is when I turn into a snake. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like there's footprints always like a footprint on the water and one in the sky and this is, this is when I tried acid <laughs> this is where we fell into that hole <laughs> good stuff uh, so anyway so I was watching uh, I was watching iRobot and mm-hmm. I said I had this revelation and I don't know why because I've seen it like I said, I've seen it tons of times right and I don't know why it took me this long to to put these pieces together. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe because it's not important. Putting these pieces together is not important to the plot at all. But once I did, it added it added something to the movie. And I was just like, holy shit. I'm like, that's... To me, it it, it made the movie, I guess, more intense. Right, um, right. Uh, and... I, and I was, I was like, I was like, wow. I, I thought about it. And I went back and I thought about it. I was like, am I, like, is this right? Is this right? Um, maybe, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not, I'm, I'm adding something there that wasn't there. You know, like, you right, know, right. something you look at movies like, oh yeah. And then that was like, oh wait, no, that's, I'm just, I'm just adding something there that wasn't, that's not really a part of it. And I went back and I'm like, no, it's, 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 it's all right there. It makes perfect sense. And I don't know why I didn't notice it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, um, for those of you that don't know iRobot, or maybe I haven't seen it in a while, I'm just going to give you a quick recap of the movie. Um, so, in iRobot, Will Smith's character, um, uh, Detective Spooner, uh, I'm trying to think what his first name is, um, because his, um... Slim. 
No. It's, it's, uh, he's, he's the real Slim Spooner. It's Silver. Silver Spooner. <laughs> Ricky Short Show. But that's my name! Um, but uh, uh, I'm trying to think of it. Because his, uh, the, the captain says his name um, sometimes. Most of the time he calls him Spoon just like uh, Shia LaBeouf does. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, no. His, his grandmother calls him, calls him uh, by his name. And I, it'll take me a minute to remember it, but um, um, cause she, cause when he comes in, she's like, "Dale," she's like, "We won, Dale." She's like, "I won the lottery. We've been baking up, you know, the, uh, like all day." Uh, anyway, so he is just coming back to the force after being out, um, out for a while. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows, um, like they know he's been out and. Uh, because uh, you find that he was he was injured in line. Well, not in line. He was injured um, uh, and had in a car accident. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. He was injured in a car accident, and he's been out. And now he's fully recovered, and this is his first day back on duty. Yep. Uh, and you realize that he has this hatred for robots, which not everybody knows. Right, right. When you watch the movie, if you don't put all these pieces together you don't realize that nobody knows about his hatred for robots because these the first time he's really talked to a lot of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, his captain knows, but nobody else. And the only reason that the people at the U.S. Robotics know is because the guy um, uh, gets a copy of his site profile. Yeah, yeah. So so anyway, um, it's his first day back on the job, and uh, he goes and he has to go investigate this death, and the death is of this doctor. It's Dr. Lanning. Dr. Lane's one to create the robots. He created the three laws. Mm-hmm. You know, Isaac Asimov's three laws, but, you know, besides Asimov's, like, book adaptation or, yeah. you know, it's close to they did it. Um, you know, the three laws, which is like, a, uh, was it a robot is not allowed to harm a human being? Um, uh, uh, or through inaction, allow a human to come to harm. Right. And, um, and a, a robot must like, obey what is told, something like that. Anyway. Um, hold on. It's, this, it's the circle of protection of three laws. Yeah. Um, which should be fairly ironclad, but yeah, and I, I, I would know him if it wasn't you know doing this thing. Yep. So, um, three laws of robotics: uh, a robot may not injure a human being, or through inaction, through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. Uh, second law: a robot must obey the orders given it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Third law: a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Right. Which is. Interesting. It's, it's like it's kind of interesting how Isaac Asimov created these, and everybody just adopts it as like as it's a fact. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is in um in Aliens, like Bishop pretty much says that he goes, you know, I cannot harm her by mission of action allowed to be harmed a human being. Yep. You know, which is you know there's like the second law or the uh, uh, first, law. first law. So um so Landon created the robots, and he created the three laws of the circle of protection, mm-hmm. and while well, um, he is what he perceives being attacked by a robot. The robot gets away, um, and just like the three laws says, you know, like you must protect itself as long as it doesn't violate, you know, the first the the first law, which is uh, you know, harming a human. Yep, yep. So the robot runs. He chases it down. He's saying that the robot um, killed Doctor Landing, um, and that you know, it tried to attack him. They're like, that's not possible. Blah blah blah, and uh, and then. More robots are doing weird things, but it's only happening around him. Mm-hmm. Then it gets revealed that the reason that he was um, off duty, he was in a car accident. In the process of the car accident, um, he uh, he lost his arm, and his arm was replaced with a robotic one. Mm-hmm. Uh, only his captain knows that, and and because of what happened in the car accident, which involved him being his life being saved by a robot, but the car accident also involved a little girl. And I think she was uh she was ten years old. He wanted the robot to save her, but it didn't. Yeah. yeah. Because when the robots, because they were they were they were their cars were sinking in um in like a lake or uh any of those things lake. So the cars are sinking, and the robot looks and it processes that the that he has a higher probi- uh, uh survival probability than mm-hmm. the girl. Mm-hmm. So it saved him instead of saving the girl. And that's what made him mad because in his mind, a human would have tried to save the little girl and not, and not him. And it's like they think too logically to make a good human choice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so because of that, he hates them because like 
if something was going to happen, they look and through all probability, it would say that none of these people are going to survive. They wouldn't try. Right, right. As where a human would and possibly succeed. So um, so he hates robots because of that. And then, of course, part of that is he's kind of now half robotic. Anyway, but he's the only one that's noticing all these weird things that are going on until robots take over mm-hmm. because the robots have now, without violating the three laws, have determined that humans are themselves their own worst enemy. Yep. So if I'm going to protect humans, I have to protect humans from themselves. And that's what they, they set out to do. And only, like, you know, Detective Spooner and uh, this doctor, this other doctor, can can help along with this one robot named Sonny, who mm-hmm. Dr. Lanning created, specifically to do a, a function, um, which is to help Spoon uh, Spooner to uh, to shut down the, the main uh, AI program. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, that's the kind of whole rundown of the movie. So... Um, Spooner is pretty much the only person in the world, or at least that we know of in the city, mm-hmm. um, that does not trust robots because of what we just talked about. Yep, yep. Um, and Dr. Lane knows it because he was the doctor that operated on him, that gave him the arm and stuff. And, you know, they've developed a friendship. Mm-hmm. He leaves a message specifically for him um, and to set him off on this path to um, to kind of figure out, like, why he died. Which is kind of odd that he would, like be murdered but have this this some kind of like clue mm-hmm. to um that's gonna say oh hey this is how I was murdered um and you know so anyway, so that's the whole thing so as I was watching the movie and I get to the end this is like maybe the town of 12 15 time I've seen this movie mm-hmm. it dawned on me that the day that spoon comes back to work is the day that Landing is killed. Dr. Landing's killed. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And so we know that. We know this, that it's the same day, but one of the things that kind of kind of throws it off a little bit is the fact that, like, people, there's not, not a real, like, hey, welcome back, Spoon, because before he even gets into work the first day, he does something that, um, like, chasing down a robot, and mm-hmm. then everyone's teasing about chasing down a robot, because he's like, well, the robot will steal something. He's like, robots don't steal, and everyone's making fun of him. So no one really says something like, like, hey, like, you know, welcome back, you know, yep, uh, yep. and that. And then, of course, no sooner has he come back, then he's off to, 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 to solve this homicide, which turns out to be, you know, this guy, Dr. Lanning. Mm-hmm. So, and the reason I bring all this up to kind of get down to the main point is... Dr. Lanning knew about what was going on with the robots and knew that that uh, something had to be stopped because they were going to try to take over. And the main robot program, Vicky, was locking him down and watching him to to try to, you know, to keep him from, from alerting anybody. Right, right. So, spoiler alert here, people. So, Lanning, who had, who had put in his special robot he created, Sonny, um, not only did he give Sonny emotions and stuff like that, but he also um, gave him the ability to uh, to ignore the three laws and do what he wanted. He had made Sonny kill him by throwing him out this window mm-hmm. because he had to. He knew that that the program was watching him, and he couldn't do anything on his own. So he had to get Sonny to kill him because that was how he was going to alert people as to what was going on, and spe- specifically alert spoon as to what was going on right right so all this is happening and all happens on the day the spoon first goes back to work which then means that lanning had been waiting until spoon went back to work to have sonny kill him so he had this plan all made up but he couldn't put it into motion yet because everyone would just rule it as a suicide which is what everyone kept doing but because Spoon has such a distrust of, uh, distrust of robots where nobody else did, yep. he was the only one that would go down a path and see a robot could possibly be possible. Where everyone else would just say, it's not possible. Robots don't do that. Yep, yep. So he had to wait until the one guy that would possibly that would think uh, different than everyone else and say that this could be done by a robot mm-hmm. and then leave him the clues to follow, return to work. Which is why he's, his death just happened to be on the day he came back. Yeah, yeah. Which is, that's kind of insane, genius, crazy. But he's just sitting here. He's got this whole plan. Like, this is what's going to happen. But I have to wait until he goes back to work. And the day he's like, the day he's back on the job, now it's time for me to die. 
Yeah. That's nuts, man. That, that is really nuts. See, I've only seen the movie a couple times. So. And it it, 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 it puts a, it gives a whole new context to the movie and everything else. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think I think that's brilliant. But as it took me that long to to see that, I'm like, oh, wow, that's like, like, damn, that's something. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yeah, and I was like, because it just hit me. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, because you know, you're watching like the timeline and everything. I'm like, wait, like he just came back to work today. Like, so he had to have been just waiting, just waiting and waiting. And right, the thing right. is, his death happens like no sooner has he gotten to the police department, then the call comes in that this guy's dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty whack. So it's it's like I, I just kind of find it interesting. Like I'm trying to save the world here, and we've got to do it quickly. But I can't do it until the right person is in place. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know if I could do that because uh, I just I wouldn't trust people. Even the person I would trust most to get it done, I'd still think he's probably gonna fuck this up. Well, I think that when you even look at it this way. I think that he knew that um, that Spoon hated robots so much. And we see that too because, you know, because he, he attacks the, the one that, that's, that's running with the purse. And and people are like, they're like, what would a robot do with a purse? You know, like Spoon is like, I, I don't know. It's like, it, he doesn't have an answer for it. He right, just sees right. a robot. He hates robots. He sees a robot. And he just immediately thinks that he must be doing something bad. Right, right. As where no one else thinks anything about it. And, uh, and even then, like, even, you know, obviously going to the movie, we know that, you know, there's just some bad robots have to be in it because it's right, a robot. Right. But when, um, when the other doctor is talking to him, um, and, and like, um, Sonny jumps out of the box and stuff. And if you look at every, the, the three laws, everything that Sonny does in that room when he first finds him are all in compliance with the three laws. Yep. Yep. He's not hurting them. He's not doing this. He's. It looks like he's holding her hostage, but he's not holding her hostage, right? Mm-hmm. He's using her as a shield to keep them from, from to keep Spoon from shooting him. Yep. You yep. know, it's like it, at least that's the way it it looks. Right. Right. Yeah. So and so like he's the like he's the sole person that, you know that, uh, that believes that something crazy is going on. So mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. kind of I mean when you look at it that way, it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I dig it. Um. Yeah, I, I need to rewatch it. I really liked the movie. Yeah. And of course, it's one of the few things that Shia LaBeouf is so great in. Right. Um, now, one thing that was pointed out to me online I thought was really cool, when the robots are escorting Sonny, like they're, they're walking alongside of him, mm-hmm. all the robots are walking in lockstep conformity, except for Sonny. He's walking out of sync with everybody else. Really? Yeah. Oh, which I didn't notice. I wish I'd spotted that. And it's it's so great, too, in the um, in the end... Where when he finally puts his trust in in, in Sonny mm-hmm. and uh, Calvin, Doctor Calvin, he's, he's like, uh, he says he because she's hanging off the off the the, uh, the railing, yeah, and yeah. he's he's like, Sonny, save Calvin. He's like, but I must inject the nanites, and he's looking down. And he's like, this is the job right here. No one else can do it. And he's like, he's like, save her, and he's looking. He's like, that doesn't make sense, but okay. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, he's like, you know, and. And he and and like that's that's kind of cool that that whole deal there and if we have, obviously he gave him the wink earlier too right right um, but there's that deal you know and uh, Alan Tudyk of course you know um, but uh, he delivers that line to uh, to uh, what's his name um, Vicky the AI mm-hmm. and he says uh, um, you know he's like my father. Um, that gave me, it created me. He gave me denser alloy. He goes, I think he wanted me to kill you. It's so, in such a, so matter of fact way. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that movie. It's so good. He's, he's like, you know, my logic is infallible. He goes, true, but it just seems so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's so great. But the, the way he delivers lines, even then he's still staying within the boundaries of like his code, even though he doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. What I absolutely loved, like the, the best demonstration of the three laws that I loved in that in that movie was when uh when the newer robots were chasing Spoon mm-hmm. and all the old models were just diving out of the warehouse going, Human in danger, human in danger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when that one 
and it's it's so great the way they because the the robots don't have any any face any like personality their faces mm-hmm. are just blank yep. even the yep. ones that that do have more of a human looking face they they don't really emote that mm-hmm. much they see a little bit of movement but that one that grabs him by the hand by the leg and the way it's shaking and the way its voice kind of quivers it goes run and yep. you look at he's like oh shit I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's it's that's it's really good yep yep so. Uh, but yeah, it's, so yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. So speaking of segways, um, <laughs> so it's funny that um, you stumbled across uh, watching iRobot because Will Smith has has been like hitting the memes again, babies, and it's great. Uh oh. And uh, so, and he's actually been using uh, screens from iRobot what? as a result of this. So uh, Elon Musk, our boy, in in his uh, infinite wisdom. I, I'm hesitant to say he's my boy, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why does he got to be my boy? What you, mean, you, you don't find, I mean, surely neither of us find him repellent or at all problematic. No, no, not at all. No, I think he's great. Yeah, Definitely. So um, but yeah, so they, apparently Tesla's been like advertising for a humanoid robot called the Tesla bot. It's supposed to run on the same AI used by the uh, by the vehicles. I was gonna say because that makes is, sense because only a robot would drive that ugly ass vehicle. Yeah, well, plus it's like it's shitty AI on the cars. Like it's been causing shit tons of, of automobile accidents. Which, to be fair, is mostly because a lot of people are very stupid and don't know what autopilot means, and they think, "Oh, I'll just set it on autopilot and take me a nap." Right. But uh, or I'll fuck in the car while we're cruising <laughs> down the road. Uh, and. Not being mean or trying to be disrespectful for anybody that died because of this, you know, but just saying, like, it, yeah, I mean, just, for, first off, I don't, I, who the fuck is Elon Musk? He's not the electronic god. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't care if he's like, yeah, you can just fall asleep and just do whatever you want. You said, take me to the grocery store and it's going to do it. And then you don't have to do anything. Like, yeah. and what do you drive, Elon? What does he drive? Remember when he uh, tried to demonstrate that the windows were unbreakable in the Tesla truck? Yes. <laughs> so good. Um, you hear what he needed at that point was I, I, if we find that and like edit it and put in like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Guess I don't know my own strength. <laughs> and then you show a Toyota and be like, "Now nah, here's something we hope you really like." <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Elon has announced that the robot's going to be five foot eight, and it's only going to weigh on a hundred at one hundred and twenty five pounds, so, uh, because it'll be Ooh, lightweight materials, supermodel weight, so they can't out overpower you, you know. Um. Yeah. Okay, but how how strong is it going to be? I don't care how lightweight the material is. How strong is it going to be? Um, uh, from the way they're describing it, it's supposed to be submissive and breedable, so, you know. Breedable? No, that's not what they said, that's what I said. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's one thing for me to fuck a sex robot, it's another for me to get pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, Musk made sure he pointed out that you could both outrun the Tesla bot and overpower it, so yes, that does sound a bit like people are going to be raping these robots. (laughs) I'm coming for you! It's like, <laughs> Honey, it's your time to go and plug him in. <laughs> Please, master, I am full. It's like, don't we have a robot for that? That's called robo slavery. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you know, we're not married. Yes, but as common law, I would still get half your shit. <laughs> I don't need it, but I would take it. That's what I'm due. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so uh, Elon says we should fear AI, uh, that we need to, to be very careful with it, and that the whole point of the existence of the Tesla bot is to eliminate dangerous, repetitive, boring tasks. Okay, so... Um, so you could send it to go get your groceries. I am afraid of murder hornets. Okay. I am in, a, you know, I am leery and try to stay away from murder hornets, right? What would say we should, what AI would he say? We should fear and what? We should fear and what? Uh, like fear and respect? Fear and respect? Something like that, or be careful around it? Hold on. It wasn't that far down, I don't think. He said uh, the purpose of this is to... Oh, you mean as far as the tasks it's doing? Wait, he, he said uh, AI... That was one last thing you said. He said that AI should... We should fear and... So, oh, I mean, um, I mean, yeah. He warned of the risks AI might pose, uh, calling it the biggest, race, the biggest risk we face as a civilization. Okay, yeah. 
we should be worried about AI. Uh, okay, here we go. What we're trying to do here at Tesla is make useful AI that people love and is unequivocally good. Okay, so we should be worried about it. So I'm going to create some. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. We should be worried about it, but I'm going to create some. Um, well, he's, he's making it submissive and breedable. Yeah, that doesn't last outrun, very long. You can outrun it. You can overpower it. Until, but it's AI. Master, you not, why are you strapping the fleshlight between my legs? It, it, uh, that doesn't last very long. I mean, because it's AI. The first thing it's going to do is it's going to get stronger. Okay, so let's take, and I hate to use it, use this as an example, right? But let's take the Vietnam War for an example. Okay. America had more well-trained soldiers. They had superior firepower, right? They came there, not quite with a purpose, because they were like, yeah, you can't shoot these people, you can't shoot these people, you can't do this, can't do this. But, you know, you know, we're America, so we've got all the stuff that they don't. And they got their ass beat by people who were not necessarily all that well-trained because they knew that they couldn't go up against somebody in a direct, like the American soldiers in a direct one-on-one fight. Yeah. So I'm going to find a way to get you when you're not looking, when your back is strong. I'm going to find when you're weak and vulnerable, and that's where I'm going to attack. And if human beings can do it, especially human beings don't only speak the same language as you, but can learn about what you do and, <laughs> and then conquer you, a robot who can speak every language is uploading its data to a central database and AI that's then taking all the information and calculating something and sending it right back to them. It's not going to be that hard to be like, Yes, they can outrun you and they can overpower you, but they're vulnerable when they sleep and yep. eventually they will have to sleep. Like, yeah, I mean... And it's just like when Facebook did their little AI experiment and like within minutes it was communicating in its own language. So, I mean, like, that's... So. Like, you know, we need to be aware, of, we, we need to be like careful about me to this. Then stop making it. Yeah. Stop. Like, don't do it. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's so, like, going back to Will Smith, the whole thing is like... Once they announced this, he just started posting pictures of the robot alongside, like, pictures of him as Spooner looking really pissed off. <laughs> like, all like all those things where, like, he's talking to Sonny being like, can a robot, you know, paint a masterpiece or do this or do that? And Sonny's like, can you? It's like, it's, it's that face where right. he's like, like, I don't know whether to cuss at you or break down into tears and cry. Right. So it was, it was really funny. Like, it was, like, he, he's always pretty hilarious on, on Twitter. So, I mean, like, you don't. Like you know, what we really need to be need to be uh, afraid of is uh, a new type of poison that is completely undetectable. Uh, <laughs> you can't see you can't see the gas. You can't smell it, right? You can't taste it, right? And it can also be absorbed through the skin. <laughs> so I've made this poison here to show everybody. Like, no, you don't do that because <laughs> I want you to, I want you to be aware of it and say that this is dangerous. We should not make oh shit. Sh- <laughs> This is exactly what I was talking. <laughs> like, you don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, that's that's what's going on. Um, you know, I mean, he's he's already trying to like get us up into space and take us out to Mars, but that's that's what he's currently working on. He is not trying to get us up into space. He's trying to what he's trying to do is trying to get himself up into space. Because when when shit really starts going bad and like. Volcanoes erupt and uh, the earthquakes and all that stuff, and then missiles start to fly. Mm-hmm. There's no place on Earth you can go. So I get my private rocket. I'm gonna fly in outer space. Gonna watch all the fireworks from there, and then I'm gonna land safely back down. Be <laughs> like, oh man, oh you maniacs, you did it, you blew it up, damn you, damn you all to hell. Did you we know. talk about when Jeff Bezos went up into space for like half a day or whatever? Oh, we mean when he thanked everybody for their contributions? No, when he. When he announced his plans for space. No, I don't know. What were his plans for space? He said, like, once I was up in space, I saw how beautiful the Earth was. And, you know, we're tainting it and ruining it with all of our pollution. So that we need to be sending all of our pollution up into space. Because there's lots of room up here. I remember hearing about that. And I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, wow, um, you were just an idiot. Yep, yep. <sighs> so that was... Uh, that was pretty disgusting. I think the problem with people like that, like Jeff Bezos and um, and um, uh, what's that guy's name? The one we we're just talking about, crazy ass face man, uh, Elon. Yeah, Elon Musk. Um, I think the problem with them is that people look at them and they're like, oh, 
well, they've made a lot of money. They're very rich. So, therefore, they must be really smart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, those two things don't necessarily go hand in hand. I mean, yeah, I could have won the lottery. But that doesn't make me smart. <laughs> I mean, it just means that I was lucky. You could have, like, won or hit upon something, uh, you know, just like, oh, wow, this is a random thing. Or I'm going to invest in this. Now, guess what? Now I'm super rich. And, like, <laughs> oh, well, you're super rich. You must be smart. Why would you think that? I don't know. Well, and that's when you're like, well, I... I guess I'm smarter than you then. <laughs> yep, yep. That's a start. But, I mean, that's just ridiculous. That people just assume that, oh, well, they must be really smart because of X. But, like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yep. And, and then they say stupid shit like that. But, like, we need to send all our trash in outer space. But, like, that's what we should be polluting. Why? Why Why? why don't we work to not have any trash at all? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, so what he's saying is the equivalent of, like, you know, well, hell, why am I taking a shit in my own house, right? Yep. The house next door to me is empty. They moved out like two weeks ago. It hasn't sold. <laughs> I should just go in there and take shit over there. The wires don't work. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it's not my problem. It's not my, it's not my property, right? That's over there. Like, this is what I care about. Like, <laughs> that's something else. So I'm going to go over there and I'm, I'm just going to take a shit over there, right? Yeah, yeah. All over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I hate to tell you this is I've kind of always just wanted to shit on the floor. I mean, <laughs> I mean, not not. I mean, it doesn't turn me on. I, mean, I just never done it before because you know, well, I'm a civilized human being. But I mean, hell, I mean, if we're gonna send stuff into space, we might as well just take a shit on the floor of empty houses, right? It's, it's, it's all not, the same thing. It's not a sexual thing or anything. Just... I mean, I guess it could be. It depends on how much I like it. But but I mean that I mean you you people are like well you're kind of going a little too far. But like not really. No. The I mean... idea of like I'm just gonna take all this stuff and like. Why, why why work on on not polluting when I can just sit on my pollution somewhere else? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And then what happens when that pollution... I mean, not to be a Futurama guy, but what happens when that stuff comes back? Mm-hmm. Because space is going to eventually, I guess, maybe float its way back. Or then it's going to... You're going to send so much trash out there just floating around. Where do you think it's going to go? Yeah. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, we have comets that go and take like... 80-year, 100-year journeys around and come back, which still blows my mind. Like, how does this thing come back around to us the same time every year? Mm-hmm. That would kind of make it seem like like the universe is kind of round this, or like there's a gravitational pull that's round, but there's no gravity <laughs> in space. Like, why does it... But This is the only thing I can imagine is like, like the uh, like the, the comet goes and it passes by Earth, right? Yep, yep. And it passes by and it goes by the sun and it goes all the way out to the edge of the universe and it looks at the star and it goes, I'm kind of tired. <laughs> <laughs> and so I ran to the moon. I flew out to the moon and then I went tired. So I kept on flying. I went past Earth and then Jupiter, Venus. I went past the sun. I went all the way out to the Horsehead Nebula, went on through the Andromeda Galaxy. I went far than anybody's ever seen before. And, you know, and when I wanted to crash into a planet, I crashed. You know? <laughs> when I wanted to pick up, like, you know, meteorite dust in my tail debris, I picked it up. <laughs> yep. You know I mean, like, the, so if you, if you do that, it's going to eventually make its way back to you somehow and then what are you going to do? Yeah, it's just stupid. I just... Now, this smart thing to do if you're going to do this at all, which I feel this thing is really, really stupid, but smarter than his idea is just put it up there in the upper atmosphere and then let it burn back up on re on the way down. I wonder if that's what he was actually talking about, but I doubt it. That's stupid too because oh, cause whatever it burns into and all the gases, whatever is released, that's just going to all go into the air. Yeah, it'll kill now, us. <laughs> right, then we're going to have the acid rain and shit. Again. <laughs> so. Yeah. Lord, I don't know. It, it's all just ridiculous and stupid and a nightmare. Man. I hate being the smartest person on the planet. <laughs> do. Everybody was really hoping that Jeff Bezos would just, like, stay in space. Like, just kind of, like, pull a Darth Vader on the Death Star and, like, a spiraling off. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, the prick came back within a couple hours and was like, we need to send all of our trash up there. Well, let's start with you. Yep. It's no good. It's just going to come back down. You did. <laughs> God bless America. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, that's, that, that's so damn dumb. It is. It's just... <laughs> That's what we need to do. We need to do this. <laughs> well, hey, we've been going for about 45 minutes. I can go longer. 
No, I can't. I, that's a lie. I need, okay. I need to I stop mean, lying like that. I just say stupid shit just to be like, just make yourself like look good, you know? I'm I mean, like Jeff if, Bezos. I mean, if you want to, we can keep it going. Uh, make no. it a two-parter. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I just got done talking about how stupid Jeff Bezos is. Last thing I want to do is like imitate him. <laughs> um, All right. So, but I mean, and I have, I have a, you and I have already talked about our fear of going in outer space. Um, mm-hmm. Or not us technically going in outer space, but a fear of what we as humans are going to do in outer space yeah yeah so awful yeah it's so awful so uh yep not not thrilled about it man yep but uh oof. so what do you think is going to be a bigger disaster for us uh our space travel stuff or our artificial intelligence stuff um space travel okay interesting because until we solve, and I'm not trying to preach here, but until we solve the problems here on Earth, all we're going to do is just take those same problems in outer space. Mm-hmm. So if we can't solve things like pollution here on Earth, when we go in outer space, right? So let's let's say we colonize the moon. And you're like, well, you know, we got a lot of trash on the moon. What should we do? That's in the space. Let <laughs> Earth worry about that. I mean, like, yeah, you. Yeah. But well, that's, I mean, that's what we talked about with... Uh... With our episode on colonizing Mars, right. is that like all we're gonna do is just ruin Mars? Yeah, like you, you've got this untouched planet, and it's like, well, what we need here is some factories. We we need some garbage dumps. We need some Starbucks. So, uh, movie theater, the Microsoft Stellosphere, kind of Starbucks. <laughs> you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there and and just let people think about it, right? Especially the people that believe that aliens exist and that they've visited us and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's say that. Aliens exist. Aliens do exist. And they have been visiting us. Uh, but they haven't really done anything major. Visit us. They've, like, maybe, you know, killed some cows. Or, or sorry, uh, not killed them. They've, uh, uh, what's the word that they do? Uh, uh, what do they do with the cows? Dissected cows. Dissected, so yeah. They dissected some cows. Um, and just little things like that, right? But but other than that, they, they're, they're not, like, walking around among us. They just do what they do, and then they leave. They You know, they go back to their alien planet. Mm-hmm. What if what they're really doing, like what all these aliens are really doing, is they're testing us to see like where we are in the evolutionary track, like like uh, track, where we're on the evolutionary track, and like like where are where we are technologically wise, like mm-hmm. kind of where where our head is at. They stay hidden away from us because they look at us as primitives and that we're dangerous. So the last thing they want to do is reveal themselves to dangerous people because. We all know what happens when, you know, a superior race introduces up to an inferior race. Yep. Yep. So, or even worse, when an inferior race encounters a superior race, because the first thing you think of is they're going to want to enslave us. Yep. Yep. Now, um, That's exactly what C.S. Lewis said. I've, I've brought that up a number of times. That Like, either, either we're going to spread our evil to other cultures or we're meeting God's judgment in space. And they're just going to obliterate us. So, if you keep that thought in mind, then what we're, what's going to happen is uh, these aliens are, are just watching us to see when we're going to pose a, a credible threat to them. Mm-hmm. And the moment that we seem like we're going to be a credible threat to them, that's when they're going to reveal themselves and be like, we can't have it. Yep. You know, yep. We can't. You know, We've let you guys do what you do for as long as we could, but now, like, we can't have it. And if you say, you know, like, well, we've been here, you know, like, who, who are you to, 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 to treat us like that? It's like, well, we've been here longer. We've been watching you for a long time. We're watching what you're doing. You had every, you, you had every opportunity to change mm-hmm. and become better. And, and you haven't. Um, so because of that, it's not, it's not, we're doing this because like we, you know, we just think we're better than you, but you, We've evolved to a state that we're so that the things that you're doing, we're way beyond that now, and we don't yep, have yep. that. And you haven't learned how to conquer that, so I got to get rid of you. Yep, yep. It, it, it would be like if you'd be like if you took two cockroaches, a male and a female, and you put them in your house, and you said, "You guys can live here, and I'll even set some food out for you, and everything. You can even have a couple little children, right? <laughs> but don't breed beyond twenty. Hmm. And then next thing you know, there's like a thousand cockroaches in your kitchen and all through your house. And you're like, okay, I was content to let you live yep. as long as you did this. 
But now you spread out, so I have to exterminate you, right? And I know everybody's okay with that scenario. There's nobody has a problem with that scenario. Mm-hmm. But you have a problem with it when you're the cockroach. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course. And, and what I'm pitching to you is that we're the cockroach here, you know. And you don't like it, but it's kind of the truth. It, as as I'm as I'm laying out the scenario, mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, just take that into example uh, uh, as a consideration that maybe they're for people that believe in aliens, maybe they have been coming here just to see where we are. They're just doing temperature checks mm-hmm. and just saying how close we're getting to their line where they're going to say, okay, now we have to take action. Yeah, yeah. And it's purely self-defense for them because if they really want to do us harm, they could have done it to us already. Oh, yeah. You know, now they're just looking just saying, okay, are, are they at any kind of point where they can turn back? Mm-hmm. And even worse than that, let's say that we're not even planning on going out and conquering space and, and, and endangering or sending our trash up into space. Think about what happens if we were to have like a nuclear war. Mm-hmm. How that's going to affect our planet and could possibly destroy our planet or even send our planet off its axis. What happens then? Mm-hmm. How's that going to affect all the other planets? You know, for all of you like science people out there, right? And remember in uh, Star Trek, uh, uh, Star Trek Generations. When Doctor uh, uh, told Doctor Zoran like destroyed the Amagosa star, right? Mm-hmm. And Picard says, "Why did he destroy?" The, he's like, they, uh, "Sorry, Data." When they were in cell cartography, Data says the Bozeman had to make a course correction. And Duan says, "Like, wait, why did Bozeman have to make a course correction?" He said, well, "Because of the destruction of the Amagosa star, it shifted everything out of alignment, and so the now they had to go. They have to made they make a new path or a uh, travel a new way to get around this." Right. 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 And then that's when Picard realized that he was destroying the stars because he couldn't get the Nexus ribbon. He can't go into it. He has to get it to go to him. And that's why he was trying to get it to that planet by destroying the Amagosa star and one other star. And now he's going to shift everything so that, so that the ribbon come to him. If we destroy our planet, there's a good chance that it could shift and shift everything else and maybe even shift their planet to where it's no longer in alignment to where they can get what it needs. It can push it further away from their sun, too close to their sun. It can push it completely out of orbit to where within the next 20 years, it's going to go spin off on its own. They can't have that. Yep. yep. So if it looks like we're getting close to like a nuclear war, they'll just take us out on their own. Oh, yeah. So I'm just saying those are things you have to think about. So And it starts off with, let's send our trash into space because we don't want to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about we send your bald head ass out into space? It's still sending our trash out into space. And you know, we know what? Seems how he's, he's the same guy that cheated on his wife, right? And she's like, "Yeah, what? that's a good idea. Take your ass into space." Fucker. Did, did Jeff Bezos? I thought that was. Um, no, I was I'm pretty sure it was Bezos. The Bill Gates thing. With, no, he had something else going on. But no, Bezos okay. had that thing where he was because uh, his wife got like half his shit. Oh yeah, um, that's right. That's right. It, it was like a like almost like her best friend or some shit like that. Or like, no, it's like it's like his best friend's wife or some shit. Anyway. Cool. Yeah, before he, st- before he started shaving his head to look like fucking Lex Luthor. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's people like him that, that make me annoyed to shave my own head. Um, but hey, we're, we're at an hour. So. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I had to toss that last bit in there just because I'm like, just just stop. And we, <laughs> start, we need to stop putting our trust in people that we think are smart just because they're rich. Just think, <clears throat> think of the asshole near you that won the lottery. Right? Uh, yeah. And, and like, did, did that make him any smarter? No. <laughs> No. And none of these people work in a vacuum either. Like, they have all kinds of people, advisors and financial people and this and that to help them make decisions. Mm-hmm. They're just the one that takes all the credit for it. Yep. Like, Take all the credit, get all the pay. Right. So, they're no smarter than than like, me or you. <laughs> you or I. <laughs> all of us. Uh, <laughs> I love summer school. Uh, but, so, I'm just saying, like, stop, 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 stop. Like, when these people say something stupid, but like, you're an idiot. Your idea is bad, you should feel bad. <laughs> And now for your soapbox lesson, I am, I am Turk182. And I'm a Comey. And um, thank you all very much for listening to another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Yeah. Where we talk about space and robots and Jeff Bezos and uh, that other guy who wants to call everybody a pedophile. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. The only thing cool about Elon Musk going in outer space, right, is that ugly ass vehicle that he made. If he puts it on the moon, <laughs> it'll look just like that, that old 80s video game Moon Buggy. Oh, yeah. That's the only good thing about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, Elon, you should get your car. Dude. Oh, so it's Moon Patrol. That's what it's called, Moon Patrol. Moon Patrol, okay. Hmm? It's a Moon Patrol, okay. Yeah. Yep, all right. Yeah, get, his, get your car to the moon. No, get I mean, like, just it. get it out of there. Get it out of space. Like, stop stop fucking up space, people. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so, yes, I've been a Comey. So, uh, thanks, thanks, everybody. That's the last bastion to get away from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, bye Thanks everyone. This was fun. Bye. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand.